Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast. My name is Corey Tyndall, and this week I brought back a former podcast guest, Graham Cooper, from episode 11 on plane crashes. With the recent government hearings of the big tech giants, namely Amazon, Facebook, Google, and Apple, we kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit more, talk about big tech, how they're uh, potentially helping the economy, how they could be hurting the economy. Uh, so we get a little bit deeper there. We do start off with keeping it light a little bit, talking about uh, the new Samsung earbuds that are coming out, Samsung versus Apple, uh, you know, the classic debate. But I thought this episode was incredibly informative. You've heard me talk a little bit about this in my solo podcast, but I thought it was great to get someone else in here and just enjoy the episode. Okay, so you, we were talking about the, the Galaxy Beans, because I'm super excited for the Beans, because I have a, a Samsung phone, I'm Android, your iPhone. I'm and iPhone. Honestly, like, the resemblance from those old Mac commercials is, like, kind of accurate. You're, like, the cool <laughs> younger kid, and I'm, like, the business dude who's got the Android, except it's uh, You're like, not, I'm a PC. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a PC, and I'm just trying my best. It's like... Those were dumb commercials, though. Yeah, but they went on for years, oh, yeah. years, and they did the job. Yeah, they did such a good job of everyone being like every startup gets Macs. Like you could see my Mac right here, and I bet it's because of those fucking commercials. Fucking Justin Long makes me use a Mac <laughs> every single day during work because they're cool. They're just pretty machines. I think that's all it is. I think that's especially why startups do it because yeah. it looks like wow, you guys got a lot of money, right? You got it brings all this, people in. Yeah, you got all this pretty tech. Yeah, there was a. I was in an airport one time and I saw this girl that had a Dell computer, but she pasted the Apple Apple on the back Jesus. of it to cover up the Dell thing. That's and I was like, sad. it took me a good five minutes of staring to figure out why her Mac looked so weird. <laughs> and I like eventually walked by closer to her and I was like, oh, you're a liar. <laughs> oh, you're just a liar. Oh, you're poor. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> That's, it's like it's weird right now. I see videos on my Instagram suggested. We'll get back to the beans, but when I see videos on my Instagram suggested feed of like skins you can put on like the back, or like like cases or skins you can put on the back of like an iPhone 10. Yeah, that makes it look like it's an iPhone 11 Pro with a three camera setup. Oh, it's sad. That's so ratchet. It's just it's like it's. It, I watch it and I'm like, people will pay money just to look like they got the new. Tech. That's kind of sad. See, do you see the social pressure that Apple's putting on all of us? They've That's why they're job, an evil clearly. corporation. <laughs> evil corporation. Oh, of course. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. <laughs> um. No. Okay. So the beans. The beans. I'm, so what do you honestly think of the beans? Do so you think they're clarify, one? The beans are headphones. They're yeah, yeah. Earbuds. They're earbuds. They're like, like they're competing with AirPods Pro. Yes. Which, by the way, fantastic name, AirPods Pro. Yeah. To pluralize the first part. Attorneys General and AirPods Pro, and that is it. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that's uh, it's good marketing. That's what Apple's great. really good at. So the the beans, one, they're calling them the Galaxy Buds Live, which, which is a dumb name. It is plural. They did do Galaxy Buds Live, yeah. but it's also we agree they should have just owned the bean. 
Just Call it be ear the beans. bean company. To quote Dieter Burn, <laughs> Dieter Bone from The Verge, I misspoke. <laughs> Call them ear beans, you cowards. Yeah. You know? Yes, exactly. They look like beans, and they fit really snug in your ears. So that's that's it I seems think too what, specific of a shape. It's exactly what everybody's kind of fearing, and that's that's what's going on in the back of my mind. Is like I'm afraid I'm going to pay 170 bucks for these beans which were made for people that have smaller ears than i do and they're just going to fall out because there's no silicon tip on it either no so it just like it's supposed to just fit right in there if i go for a run which i do once a year (laughs) is it going to fall out this is a big problem for you (laughs) yeah Uh, i mean i've planned my whole life around that one run (laughs) that's it october 1st every year yeah no, it's a, I, I don't know, with it, like normal AirPods and like EarPod, like the original EarPods from 2012, they don't fit me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but like AirPods Pro do because they got, got the silicone. silicone. Yeah. So I think it's, it'd be the same thing where they're going with the one size hopefully fits most. And you'd yeah. have to, I give them benefit of the doubt. I assume they've done their research in that one size does fit most. It is Android. We are kind of the it, kings Samsung, of putting yeah. shit out without it really working. That's that's true. <laughs> hey, you remember the first Galaxy Fold? Oh, no, it was because it blew up in beta, and we just had to put the second one out. They took it back. I know. That was the great They put all these review units out, and people were like, this is terrible. And then they took it back and delayed it. I want that new one, though. Yeah. The Fold, because they made the front display so much larger. And yeah. then the inside display is larger, too, and without that weird notch corner thing here's well one you sent me the the mock-up for what an iphone fold would look like no no that was the samsung it was the samsung compared to iphone right i think so um i like the samsung a lot more but we both agreed that the samsung one is much more likely to break um so that's that's knock number one i don't entirely trust it they're surprisingly durable though Okay. Maybe not these. I don't know about these, like the yeah. the uh, the new one, but the Z Flip, like the one that opens like an old flip phone. Yeah. Uh, That's Motorola. Well, Motorola do that. They've got their own, but Samsung have their own one that does that too. Oh. And that's been out for like, I want to say like almost a year, maybe less. And like a few YouTubers, I don't know, like tech guys I follow, they still use it. They say it's reliable and it works and they flip it open and they treat it like any they would any other phone, not with like kid gloves or something. And they say it's held up. So, you know, if they mm. can make strides like that. All right. Fair. My second knock against it is what am I going to use the inside portion for? I have no idea. Exactly. So I like look at the outside. I'm like, oh, good. It looks like a normal phone. And then like, when would I flip it open? Maybe on a flight? Like maybe if I'm yeah. watching a movie, or I saw something someone like do that. that. I saw someone at the airport it, with the original flip uh, fold. I just don't fly enough. Like my no. my house right now. What do you has, mean you're not traveling a lot right now, yeah. what you, Corey? I mean I'm trying <laughs> it's to. The perfect time. Um, if I'm actually trying to catch COVID. It's actually super cheap to fly. The, right now. I know. Um, my my flight back to Grand Rapids at the beginning of the pandemic cost me five dollars and like three thousand miles. That's crazy. It was nuts. But my my house right now has a TV, two laptops, and my phone. Mm-hmm. 
why would I need my phone to expand out if I'm gonna watch a movie? Yeah, and I'm. It's just even even. Let's let's forget about the pandemic. Pretend it's not happening. I was only flying four or five times a year, and most of that was like to Michigan, which is a two-hour flight. It's like, mm. am I so privileged that I need a bigger screen for a two-hour Delta flight? Especially one where there's one on the back of the seat in front yeah, of you with better movies than whatever yeah. I could download on Netflix. Exactly. The way so. I look at a lot of these stuff, this stuff, like the Samsung folding phones, and uh, so it's it's proof of concept, and it's proof of hey, look what we can do. Yeah. It's definitely not a mass market phone. I mean, it's, they haven't announced the price of the new one, but if the first one's anything to go by, it was $2,000. Yeah. That's Fuck not that. a mass market device. Uh-uh. At no. least I hope that's not what they consider a mass market The device. only people who bought it are the people who are paid to review it. And everybody else was like, yeah, no. Yeah, reviewers got, you know, bought them. I saw, but they, I've only seen one in the wild, and it was in the British Airways line. <laughs> boy, the, uh, get on the plane. Yeah. And uh, I was like, is that? That dude really using a first-gen Galaxy Fold? Good for him. Did you then go get his autograph? Because he's so cool. I did. Nice. I did, and we, we, we made out a little. I love that. Yeah. Did the phone watch? Like, did you record it on his Galaxy phone? The problem phone? was he was sitting on the phone, and uh, it broke. Got it. Yeah. yeah. That plastic display Big doesn't issue. hold Big up. Big issue. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, all right, so I've said this to you before. And I, I actually, um, I, I want to get your raw opinion because I have not asked you. How deep into, this is a two-part question, how deep into the Samsung Galaxy ecosystem should I go? <laughs> because, and I have said this for the last four or five months, Yeah. if Apple comes out with a really sick AR glasses, I will heavily consider going to... Uh, over to the Apple ecosystem. One, because I already have a yeah, Mac for work. moved iOS. Two, right. So my question is, like, do I get the Galaxy Watch, which I don't think is ugly. I don't know why I think, uh, like, I don't, I don't, I think the Apple Watches are ugly with the square design. Like, I like the, the circle a little bit more. But then it's like, do I get the watch? Do I get the beans? Do I, like, stick with my next Samsung phone? Because once you buy into the technology ecosystem, hmm. really hard to get out of it. Uh, I don't know. I find it... I've, I'm so entrenched in the iOS, Apple ecosystem as a whole. I mean, I got... Yeah. I'm all in. You're too far gone. I'm too far... I'm, yeah. it's, I'm, Help somebody who's out of the ecosystem too, It's here. too late for me. Yeah. I once once I got the HomePod, I knew that was that was that's it. I'm in, I'm in it. To when the first when it's still you know when the first software version didn't allow Spotify, only Apple Music. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm in too deep. Yeah, um, you're done. I'm done. I think I don't like the watch. I, I will say that. I think it's really the new, especially like the, even the new one they announced today. It's so thick, and it's just mm. I think it protrudes so much. See, I haven't ever seen one in the wild. I've only seen photos, and that I've, I've seen them in the wild. They're big, like they're tall see, that and would, wide and thick. That would drive me crazy. And they do a good job of making sure you can only see the face mm. when you're looking online for their marketing stuff. Yeah. So yeah, Apple Apple watches are pretty thin. I mean, I got I got a Series Four on now. You know, a few uh, two years old now, but it's same form factor. It's quite thin. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those where it's like it's kind of the uncanny valley of watches. It's not going to mm. look 
like a real watch, but it's kind of trying to be a real watch. I think they're trying too hard to be a re- right. real watch. So that watch is like, oh no, we're an Apple watch. Anyone who yeah. sees that is going to go, that is not a real watch. Whereas I Samsung, I feel point. like they're they're kind of trying to pretend they're a real watch. That's all you know. Android Wear watches do. Uh, granted, they don't. I don't yeah. think they use Android Wear. I think they use their own. Yeah, they have their own Samsung Galaxy Active uh, yeah. Wear. Yeah, but. Like, the way, like, Johnny Ive put it when he was talking about the original Apple Watch, he's like, well, when we made iPhone, it's because we all hated our phones. <laughs> and so yeah. we just wanted to make a better one. He's like, but when we made Apple Watch, we all like our watches. We just got to make something different. And, it, you know, I'm misquoting him there, but it's... Uh, yeah. I think, especially with a smartwatch, and, and again, this is something that he, he brought up, was when lists and text... Lists and text are such a big part of the... Software and use case, uh, a circle doesn't make sense because Fair. text looks weird with a quarter inch of white on the side of it in the middle, but not on the top. It just looks strange. Yeah. To put like like a word document type of text in a circle. Uh, yeah. That's I think a the good faces point. can look really nice. I think certain Android Wear watches look good. Yeah. But I'm also. Uh, I had the original Apple Watch for like Series Zero, you know, first gen, and uh, just fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of where I'm at with the entire ecosystem here. Is I'm I'm putting a lot into these Galaxy Beans. Like if they are, if you get the beans, man. If the, I already the beans have, are like beans are like HomePod for I mean, you uh, know, once you go no, in, no, 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 hold on, hold on. I already have the Galaxy Buds Plus, so I'm already mm. in on that. Those are great. Um, yeah, I do like them. The one thing I don't like is the silicon tips. Um, ah, okay. I'm I'm not a fan of those. So if the beans are magic beans, <laughs> and they take me to the promised land, I think I'm full in on the Samsung uh, universe ecosystem. But yeah. if they do not, if they're fine. They're not like, holy shit, I can't live without these. Then I'm still up in the air, and it's going to really depend on like who does AR first. I think it because depends the first on who company, does AR. The first company to do like contact lenses or like really good glasses. Contact lenses, I think you're thinking Jetsons kind of, where that's going to be at least, I hope it's a long time before we get there. I don't want to get Why? there soon. Why? That seems so depressing. Why? What do you mean? Screens in your contact. That'd seems, be awesome. It'd be cool. It'd be cool techno- technologically. Sync up to your Tesla Neuralink so that you could pull up like books in your eyes. That'd be awesome. I don't like that. <laughs> it is scary. an invasion of privacy. It's not even that. It's just it's freaky. I mean, like when when Tim Cook always talks about AR, is he's like, well, we don't want to take people out of the experience. And I'm like, well, you're making glasses. That's what are you, what are yeah. you doing? Uh, that's funny. The Tesla Neuralink thing. That's stupid. I just like that people. You put the the. It depends about, what it could do. I just think it's silly in the way he talks about it. How, what do you mean? For in the, the way that he, Elon Musk, just so casually talks about it as if it's like already working and <laughs> yeah. already a thing yeah right it's like yeah no i can play music yeah i know it's just like quadruple amputees like they're gonna have full range of motion yeah like that's fine You're like what did yeah, you listen to that joe rogan episode yeah it's just he just talks like everything's already it was so mad it was so like fantastical that he was like oh no yeah. uh amp- or like not amputees but like people who are paralyzed are gonna be able to walk and deaf people are gonna be able to hear and like all this other. it was like 
All right. What? Like, should we be super excited about this? Or, like, really worried? <laughs> or, yeah. Or is this going to, like, even if all it does is just, like, translate other languages in real time, yeah. that would still be a groundbreaking technology. Sure. But something with internet connectivity is always vulnerable mm -hmm. to tons of hacking stuff and malware you know you know what that fucking brain jesus that'd be Wouldn't that, that'd be, you know it's like you know that people were worried about like airplanes having internet you, you know connected instruments it's dangerous you put that in every person oh could you imagine if i airdropped a dick to somebody with a neural link <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so dope um no but like it would be kind of funny to like make someone think they're schizophrenic because they're like hearing <laughs> hearing voices in their head you just, it's like you just, ah, it's my neural link you're hacking at jake <laughs> timothy's head and you, <laughs> you just convince him yeah i gotta get him on the podcast jake already is like he thinks he's a little schizophrenic sometimes and he's uh, like hey man i heard voices and we're like that's not good all right so my podcast episode is going to be diagnosing him with schizophrenia you just drop hints throughout yeah. You, you're like the, it's about something totally different, but every now and again, he, you know, you just kind of like, you're like, are you all right, man? You yeah. just kind of. Yeah. No, I'm just picturing should, like I'll say something, and then in his head, the other person will respond, and then mm -hmm. he'll just go, "Good point," and then we'll like, <laughs> then we'll like move on. Um, you just plant a little speaker behind where he is, and you you have like Chris Ryder in the other room, just like <laughs> talking <laughs> real quiet. Funny. And you're like, he's like, did you hear that? And you're like, what are you talking about? I yeah, I, I, I don't the know. The beans, man. though. Beans, I like the beans. Um, the only thing funny about the beans is that uh, they look like beans. Uh, they won't call them the beans. That's cowards. that actually gets into right. That gets into what Apple did perfectly which is marketing and it's not necessarily yeah. like yes their commercials are sleek yes they're like they make they had one commercial that was like really fucking sad and i was like guys what the fuck i'm watching football like don't make me sad mm -hmm. wait which um, one was the sad one uh, it's like some shit around the holidays or something i don't uh, know like the note some girl wrote like a note and it fluttered through the wind or some shit i don't know maybe yeah. sad i was like apple come on what are we doing um but that's really like I don't mean marketing in terms of those commercials. I mean shit like making like it the green a bubbles. lifestyle. Those green fucking bubbles yeah. are the best marketing tool that anyone has ever come up with. Because the amount of shit I get from you, my coworkers, all of my friends, most of my family <laughs> is about those fucking green bubbles. I think it's it's crazy. It's such an issue in the U.S. Because iPhones are so popular here. Yeah. You go anywhere else in the world, that doesn't work. People are mm -hmm. like, we get green bubbles? They're like, yeah, everyone fucking does. Like, yeah. what are you talking, you know? Uh, but I, I think it's, I think it's, they've done such a good job with stuff like that and with just their branding. And, and I think a large part of it is their stores but a, and their price point of just making this this exclusive club that millions of people are in. And anybody can get in, Anyone for the record. Anyone can get in with money. Like, if yeah. it's because there is a threshold. It's an expensive company. They make expensive stuff. Right. Uh, sometimes they make expensive stuff just for the sake of it being expensive, like the wheels on the Mac Pro costing $400. Dude. When you can get an iPhone <laughs> SE for $400. People were so mad about those wheels. It's, <laughs> but of course, they only did that. 
for the, because people for the will listen, talk about for it. For the listener, there was it was what a PC that it's like a tower, yeah, yeah. That and you could pay an extra like the whole thing cost six grand or something, minimum. and they're like starting yeah, price m- minimum, and then it went up to like what ten, fifty, twelve, fifty grand maxed out all options wheels up to fifty, and everyone's like, you could buy a luxury car for this. Yeah, of course. I mean, those are meant for like movie studios and like professional music sure. producers and stuff. Yeah. That's not a consumer item by any means. No, it's written off on somebody's taxes. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but they literally just made wheels expensive for the sake of it. Uh, Why not? People are buying it. It's. I mean, it's such a yeah. brand. Like, if any of those producers weren't using Apple, they would lose their artists. Like you, it, it's you such a culture have to do of. It coolness and sleekness I think a lot of it is their industrial design and a lot of it is their uh, I think a lot of it does come down to the stores still maybe not as much anymore but you walk into an Apple store especially after Angela Aaron's I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right I don't think I am she's left now but she was head of retail and she kind of she and Johnny I have kind of revamped the stores to have trees and shit in them like yeah really pretty stores you walk in and you're like I want to buy everything like this is great right uh, but in terms of like marketing, uh, yesterday, it, no, it was, maybe it was today. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember. I don't even know what day it is now. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the beans come out tomorrow and that's the only thing you need. That's to know. the only thing that matters. Phil Schiller, their head of marketing is moving to a smaller role. They put a new head of marketing in and he's now Phil Schiller has been head. He's been there since like 97 is now his new title is apple fellow wow that sounds like an intern role it's how it's like a weird like tenure kind of position <laughs> like a, i don't know is he on the board like what does that mean i don't know i don't think he's on the board it's like silicon valley where they put the people they want to fire just on the roof because they can't actually yeah. fire them he's just like i mean you've been here since 97 I mean, he's, so he's so much of the reason the company is what it is uh yeah i mean because he, he is was this there new guy was, gonna do that he couldn't come up with unless he yeah. kind of stepped down he's like i don't want a day-to-day but i still want to be involved that is what it was oh okay because he's like I, I you know take a step back be, spend more time with family and friends and stuff and i mean those guys have so much fucking money he's got like, more money than god so yeah so you know and, uh, that he's just like all right i want to step back and use it yeah which good for him. Yeah. What's the point of money if you're never going to use it? He the weird the interesting thing though is that he's still in charge of App Store. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Do we want to get into the App Store debate? Let's finish how deep you should go into <laughs> Samsung first. <laughs> I think that's pretty much answered. I think it really depends don't, on Don't get in too far. I think it really depends is on there the too beans. Far? Is there a too far with Samsung? There's too far with Apple. As soon as I get the watch it's too far with Samsung. Yeah, because then have I have two separate items. Because because my phone is nine months old. So if I get the beans tomorrow, I will. If I if I get an iPhone next September when I'm I'm due for an upgrade. I will have had the bees, the beans for a little over a year. That's enough time where I could say I got a good enough. Um, I got enough use out of this mm. that I wouldn't mind shifting my ecosystem. But if I get the watch, mm. then it's suddenly like when I upgrade 
$500 worth of technology doesn't work anymore yeah. if I don't stay with Samsung. Yeah, I mean, the beans work with other phones. Yeah, but it's... Just like AirPods work with Android phones, it's just they're not as good. Their right. user experience isn't I want as good. the seamlessness of it. Uh, yeah, I guess once you go, you get the watch. Just don't get the watch. I think the well, watch that's, is that's the, where I'm at. the point. That's, that's what I'm saying is like, if the beans are life-changing and I go, I'm never not getting the beans, mm. then I will get the watch. I like my watch because it annoys the shit out of me that I haven't exercised today. <laughs> it literally... Every hour, if you haven't stood up, it's like time to stand up, move around yeah. for a little. And yeah. I'm like, shit, man, I should. Like, I, I, it, it, it gets in my head. Yeah. And the best thing they ever did, the best thing that they did with the watch was make the activity section, like movement, exercise, and stand, uh, circles. They call them the rings, and you got to close your rings. And they're colored, and if they're not closed, it drives you fucking crazy. Because <laughs> you're like, I got to close my rings so they look pretty on my watch face. Yeah. Or else I'm a loser, right? And you, then you work out and you feel better that you've closed your rings. It's funny you bring that up because we got my stepmama Fitbit for Christmas. She doesn't have rings. Um, because she's fucking fat. No, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm already at 888 calories active. To, I worked out. Okay. All right. That's pretty good. No, so we... She's not fat. She wanted she <laughs> she wanted this, so we we gave it to her. But it's really funny now when I was back She's for the not pandemic. Don't worry. Every eh, she does occasionally. Um, every thirty minutes, forty five minutes, her Fitbit would buzz and tell her to get up and walk around. And I had the idea for a pilot. It's like very Black Mirror esque, where the watch eventually. St- it doesn't tell her to get up and walk around. It starts telling her to like commit crimes and murder people. <laughs> so just like, it's only a matter of time before the only way that you can complete your circles is to kill like five people in a day. <laughs> and Apple's like completely manipulating people based off just like Pavlovian fucking psychology. Of, like, gamification, methods. economic yeah. methods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like little fireworks go off in your phone when, when you complete your thing. And it's just like, it's only a matter of time before the technology's telling us to murder everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I should write that. That'd be a fun little sketch thing. But it's funny that I didn't know I, that uh, so Apple many, Watch had the same thing. Considering how many times I don't close my rings, I'm really sure, and that's <laughs> and that's for like to help me not get like unhealthy. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure if it said like to close your rings, you gotta kill Ryan. I probably wouldn't do it. Well, Ryan. Well, all right. Well, if it said kill... Uh, kill Jake Timothy. Kill Jake Tim, yeah, yeah. I don't think no. I'd do it. The voices in his head are already doing that. <laughs> yeah, so they'll, they'll get to him eventually. <laughs> the, um, no, it was just funny because we'd be like... I'd be mid-conversation with my stepmom and she would just like get up and start running around the living room. And it was just like... Yeah, I don't do it. What the fuck is going on? No, I know. And it was just... It was I don't so follow funny. it directly. That's... It, was so, it was so weird. Um, so the App Store. The App Store. Philip Schiller, still in charge of App Store. Yeah. 23% of their service sales in the past quarter was App Store. Yeah. It's a lot. So the way the App Store works for the listeners is every time it's you... It's like explaining to like my mom how to download an app or like my grandparents are like, all right, so there's a blue icon <laughs> It says App Store. It's... Uh, 
one of my coworkers is telling me that her dad just shifted over to iPhone because he was the only one on Android and they mm. no one in the rest of their family was able to help him with his problems. Yeah. So he had to shift over to I to iPhone so he could call his daughter and she could tell him what to do. Nice. Um before the listeners, the way that the App Store works and the way Apple makes money off of this and Graham correct me if I'm wrong about any of this you is probably are. Most likely. Um I, it's kind of an expert here. Come on. Um, when someone downloads an app and they buy a subscription through the App Store, Apple gets thirty percent of that money. So Any money through the, whether it's like a, if it's like a dollar for an app, yeah, they get thirty percent of that. Yes. So the issue that or comes up subscription, yeah, is when like uh until a dollar year. for an app nobody really complains about because it's just like a little game somewhere and it's just a small market thing the issue that uh they're running into is when big companies like microsoft and spotify namely spotify because they've yeah. been trying to take them to court uh when you pay ten dollars a month for your spotify apple gets three of those ten dollars so the issue there yeah. is that Spotify is in direct competition with Apple Music, and Apple is getting 30% of Spotify's potential revenue just because it's in their app store. So this, a lot of people, not Congress, did not go after them. No, we not we at haven't all. talked not since at all. the congressional hearing. So I'm interested on your thoughts, but a lot, Spotify namely is saying this is an anti-competitive market. We can't possibly compete with Apple Music even though it's a worse product because they are chopping off 30% of our revenue. Graham take it away. You yeah, you uh, don't think this is a huge deal. Uh I think it's not as big of a deal as I think it, it, it it's more I don't know. Part of me what part of what frustrates me about this is that it is Spotify that is leading this. <laughs> You're an Apple Music guy. I'm an Apple Music guy. No, they've got a good amount of money. They're fine. They are fine. Mm. Uh, the so old, is Apple, though. So is it, of course. Uh, but also with Spotify, if we're taking Spotify as a specific example, and granted, it is not typical. You can subscribe through Spotify's website. Yes. And then log in on the app on iOS. Right. Circumvent, thus circumventing the Apple paywall or the Apple like uh, uh, cut. For Spotify, and they encourage people to do that. And I'm pretty sure Spotify, I don't know if they still do it, but for a while, if they're not still, they raised prices if you bought it through iTunes so that they would still make the same amount of money considering Apple's cut. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if they still do that. But Spotify has found workarounds, and they've got workarounds. The problem then becomes Apple not applying these workarounds, or not allowing companies to do these work, all companies are doing these workarounds. Right. It's like, Amazon Prime Video, fifteen percent cut, because interesting they want Apple wanted Amazon to start selling their products. Yeah, like can you sell phone chargers and phones and cases and stuff on your marketplace? And Amazon were like, well, cut us a deal on Prime Video and we'll do that. Yeah, so that's where it can get anti-competitive. The overall, I don't know. Part of me still thinks the overall. Apple getting 30%. And also to clarify, if it is a subscription, in the second year of that subscription, their cut, Apple's cut, becomes 15%. 
So it goes down. My problem is the argument that Apple shouldn't get any money for this. Because hmm. if you say lower it, well, what, what, you know, this is our, it's 30% was way lower than it used to be before the Apple App Store came around. If you went through other app stores on like, you know, older smartphones and stuff, sometimes you'd, you'd be dealing with 60% cuts. So 30% was already lower. So like, where do you lower to to make developers happy? I do think it should be lower. Yeah. But Apple did also provide you with this customer base. Apple, yeah. I think Apple yeah. gets the cut because, or at least Apple, I think, are allowed to take a cut because they have spent so much fucking money. Granted, they've made a lot of money doing it. But they've spent a lot of time and effort and money getting the phones in the hands of hundreds of millions of people. You know, iPads, iPhones, iPod, like all iOS devices that can run App Store. And now Mac, once they switch to Apple Silicon, right. you can basically run iOS apps on Mac. Oh, shit. So you they've spent all this money getting that customer base. And now someone wants to come in and be like, hey, can I pitch this idea to your customer base? They're like, sure. You just If they buy it from you, you just got to give us a little bit of money. Yeah. When you put it like that, it doesn't sound too unreasonable. Yeah. It's... The issues more are um, there's a company I was trying to look them up, but I their product is called Inbox, and it's yeah that was a big one recently. Um, do you remember the name of the company? No. So it was a subscription email service, mm-hmm. and you had to it was a hundred bucks a year, and it was built out, and it was like pretty much an email project management tool, like a brand new way to look at email, and Apple was telling them for like two weeks. I think I think this company had to like threaten to sue Apple mm-hmm. um, because they they weren't allowing uh, Apple users to buy the subscription in the App Store. Like you had to go to the website to get it. Right. And then Apple was saying, well, if you have to go to the website, we're not going to support your app and we're not going to put it in the store. So it you is then in their regulations that you have if there's a any kind of subscription there has to be an option to buy it through apple correct i think they folded apple did i think you're allowed i think this company what what apple did i'm pretty sure the workaround they settled on and i i I might be wrong about this is that you can get a free trial through itunes and then like start your subscription through itunes for free and then go to a website buy a subscription directly from this company and then log in mm. i'm not 100 percent. i don't remember the specifics of it. it i mean the specifics don't matter it's really the per the principle of the thing that i'm getting yeah. to and and the last time we talked you brought up a good uh a good point as well is you can't download another app store in the app store that so i think that would be that would solve everything if apple can apple can take all the cuts they want if other people can compete as marketplaces. Yeah. Like if you could buy apps from the Google, like the Google store. play store yeah. and put them on an iOS device, granted it'd be difficult to code for, you yeah. know, but not that hard though. No, especially for like Spotify, that'd be worth the money. Of course, <laughs> because they're losing a lot of money with that 30% there. I mean, that's $3 per person. 
but even then it's like per how month. much money is that gonna save spotify how many people you think are gonna download the google app store on ios in this hypothetical and then download spotify through the, they don't yeah. care that spotify money gets taken the user no the user Not doesn't give a shit yeah no i agree but it's the principle of it sure if they allowed other app stores i think it would be a much better uh yeah. system but that so but again I, with their building out this base i'm I, I i don't see much of a problem with it yeah yeah and i agree with you more than on apple than i do with amazon google and uh facebook yeah um I think their anti-competitive behavior is worse than Apple's because you're oh right. My like God, Apple, yeah. Apple has an ecosystem, yeah. and they're like, if you want to play in our ecosystem, you got to play by our rules. It's just like the U.S. government. Like, if you want to sell in the U.S., you got to play by U.S. laws. If you want to open a brick-and-mortar store, you might have to pay rent to someone because they yeah. own the building. Right. And that, you know, so people are like, oh, you should make the App Store a utility. Well, then you should make all retail a utility. Which, again, that's yeah. an argument to be made. Yeah. But it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Not necessarily negative, but a slippery right. slope at that. But there's no, um, I guess the the point is, with or with the retail analogy, like the odds that someone owns every store on a block is super low, where the app store is yeah. pretty much, that's about it. Like retail, it's anti-competitive because if somebody owns a restaurant right there, I could buy the building next door. And yeah. put the exact competitive restaurant to them, and they For can't sure. really do anything about it. Now there are issues with like in downtown Detroit. After everything went uh, foreclosure, there were people that would buy up like quarter mile, quarter square mile blocks. Yeah. Like they they just get like ten blocks in a row, and they like own all of that stuff, which is like you know there's you can fight against. I think it's two different arguments. You could fight against people just being too big, and then you could fight against anti-competitive behavior. And I think sure. the two go hand in hand. They're like pretty it's, linked, usually. It's tough to be that big and not have anti-competitive behavior. But like with real estate, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, how did you get that big? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. some pretty shady With real tactics. estate, it's a little bit like, all right, drive half a mile and go buy something yourself. Like fix it up, yeah, improve the, the thing. So, that's fair. Um, but, but overall, I agree. I don't think Apple is doing anything that bad. It is just, you know, the whole thing I'm not a huge fan of. It's, yeah, it's an annoying one. But then you look at it and you're like, eh, it's not actually that bad. It's fine. It's, it can yeah. be better. Yeah. But then where do you draw the line of like, what are you, 15%? Will that make everyone happy? And then in yeah. another 10 years, are people going to be mad again? Yeah. Because it was 60% before Apple came along. Right. Typical. Well, this this kind of goes into the Amazon uh Got Amazon, Facebook, all like the, the congressional hearing for them. That was, they actually got grilled. They Apple got barely down. did anything. I know. Other than like screen time. Yeah. But, uh, I did like in the congressional hearing that one of the Republican congressmen asked Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> about something Twitter did. And he just went, He's uh, like, sir. That was Twitter. It's like, why did you ban Donald Trump <laughs> Jr.? And he's like, I think what you're referring to yeah. happened on Twitter. Um, so the the real issue is <laughs> it's like... annoying when they're trying to make good points and really scrutinize these horrible companies. And then one dude is just like, how do you... <laughs> what do you do? Like, how does yeah. Facebook work? You're like, buddy, you're undermining everything. Here. Yeah. 
It's like, who put you on this committee? Can it's we like, get one of your fucking interns? Yeah. They know more. When like, like the, in the last hearing that Zuckerberg <laughs> was at, one of the Congress, I think Congressman, it was like Chuck Grass or someone was like, how do you make money? He's like, Congressman, we sell ads. That's why we're all here because yeah. our ads, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Because Russia bought a fuckload of ads, dummy. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the Apples, like, yes, they're big. Yes, they run this thing. The issue is, and it kind of goes back to both Apple Music versus Spotify and goes forward to Amazon at the same time, is when these companies are creating competitors and then mm. giving themselves, or they're not creating competitors. They are seeing a competitor and then making their own product and then Absolutely. essentially, quote unquote, owning the rails. Um, and yeah. that's where Amazon, like... Amazon's the worst for that. With Alexa, where they straight up ask, like, do you undercut the price of other smart home speakers with Alexa? And he goes, only when it's on sale. Well, it's like, the, do you, you make a control loss? when it's on sale. Do you make a loss when they're... They make yes. a loss when it's yeah, on yeah. sale. Right. Uh, because that's not what they're making money off of. They're making money off of you having that device, selling your data from it, and you using it to buy other products on Amazon. Be like, right. hey, Alexa, like, buy, buy this or whatever. Right. They're very good at it. Yeah. Of seeing a competitor and squashing them. Yeah. Which is bad. Facebook, on the other hand, tries a lot and fails often. And then they end up usually like buying them or like conceding. Like they tried to build like Snapchat competitors after they yeah. tried to after they tried to buy Snapchat and they said no. And they're like, all right, we're gonna build a Snapchat competitor and it didn't really work. And then what they ended up doing was just putting stories, which is Snapchat's best feature, in Instagram. Honestly, the stories great. are great. <laughs> Way better than in Snapchat stories. Yeah. But that, I mean, do you remember when stories on Snapchat came along? It was it was insane. It yeah. was such a revolutionary product yeah. to be like documenting a day. Yeah. So I think what you're getting at is it's very different types of antitrust problems. Sure. Like, like one of them like is Facebook was threatening Instagram before they bought them, or they're threatening right. Snapchat. Amazon, they're putting real small businesses who like sell like pots and pans out of business. They're like, well, we can make pots and pans. Yeah. Amazon Basics. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just they find somebody who they I like They make everything. I was watching a I was watching a documentary on it and they were like, We literally collect data over what's selling well mm -hmm. and then we analyze it and go, if we made our own and priced it ten dollars cheaper, we would make more money in the long run. Yeah. Because we own that entire supply chain and we would sell more of them because everyone would buy our thing because it is virtually the exact same product. And you list it first. When anyone searches yeah. for that kind of product, you list it right first. It says Amazon's choice, Amazon basics. Editor's choice. Like, yeah, all uh, yeah. that shit. Editor, it's you. You're the yeah, editor. They're the editor. <laughs> well, they actually get the Washington Post to do that one. Owned by Amazon. Owned by Bezos. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're like, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's, that is where it gets, uh, you know, too big, right? And it's just, you're, at that point, you're just hurting, you know, hundreds of small businesses. Like the, the there was a case that came up during the congressional hearings where it's a small, like a family run textbook company. Yeah. They sold textbooks. Yeah. It was just one dude in his basement <laughs> writing a lot of textbooks. He's like, and I got all was, these ideas. He was a fucking champion. He's, <laughs> He's like, I know a lot about physics. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> you sounded like Mulaney when you said that. <laughs> Dude, Eli earlier today, Eli Haba, guest of the podcast, friend, yeah. of, the, friend of the show. Uh, anti-Semitism episode. I believe yeah, those he episodes. hates Jews. He's very good at, so he knows Dude. so much about anti-Semitism. Nobody hates the Jews like Eli Haba. Uh, he explained, he took like 10 minutes out of his day today to explain to me how police work. <laughs> <laughs> Because I told him what we were, I was like, I think we're just going to be talking tech. And he's like, you mean like machines? Like simple machine? Like he's like, you should bring like simple machines, like pulleys and wedges. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is why he's only been on once. Yeah. <laughs> but he took like 10 minutes to explain to me how pulleys work. I had no idea how wow. they worked. Uh, I just knew that they did work. It's great. I guess I don't. I don't think I understand it enough to teach you. Really? No, but. I, I kind of feel like we shouldn't talk about it any more than we already have. <laughs> <laughs> all he all he kept saying was because ropes can only exist in tension, and I was like, "You say that a lot," and I'm not a hundred percent sure what you mean. All right, this guy didn't finish college. Just throwing uh, that no, out there. No, he didn't. Six years, didn't finish. Um, <laughs> all right, back to Amazon. The real issues. Amazon, fuck them. Uh, I think one of the real issues is they're hurting small businesses like this textbook seller. They're selling textbooks and uh, then Amazon started selling the same books and cut their traffic to this seller. Yeah. And they stopped their No one could find their information anymore. And they emailed Amazon and called them up. Like, I think the, they said like four or 500 times in like six months. Jeez. And they never heard could have back. written a num- another textbook in that time. <laughs> <laughs> they just never heard back. Yeah. And they're like, why would they? They're like, Bezos, do you think this is a good way to treat a, a, what someone that you just called a partner? Right. And he's like, no, you know, it's not a good way to treat it. I'd like to talk to them and follow up. And you're like, you don't care. No, he doesn't give a shit. Every day he wakes up and there's a whole Twitter account dedicated to it. Every day he wakes up and chooses not to end world hunger. Yeah. And there's a Twitter account that has a lot of followers that just goes, Every day he tweets, he's like, <laughs> Jeff Bezos chose not to end world hunger. <laughs> I mean, Bill Gates could have done that too. But, uh, of course. He's building wells instead. He's the, trying uh, other stuff. He's ending world thirstiness, he, and I appreciate that. He's out there having a good time, you know? So bringing this back to a previous episode that I did, I actually did a solo podcast that was essentially comparing the the world we live in now to the Gilded Age from like 1860 to 1900, where it was like Rockefeller, Vanderbilt, mm. uh, Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, like all these people that were doing this. Essentially, if you want to bring it back to Amazon owns the rails, like mm-hmm. they own the website. Everyone goes there. Everyone has to use it. That's just and good for them. Yeah. Like you're allowed to own the rails. This is what you're talking about with Apple. They should take a fee off all these things because of they, they made built it, it really right. They built it. Here's what they're doing in the 1860s sense. It's hard to make rails is they made the rails and then they also built all the trains and yeah. then everyone that was also needing the product that would come on the trains. Bezos is guaranteeing that he will get them his the product first if they use his trains. And because he owns the rails, he could put his trains on first and guarantee they're the first trains, yeah. and he can hold up everyone else. So it's essentially putting everyone else and they own the out trains of and rails. Business. It costs them no extra money. It costs Zero them nothing extra money. to put their stuff first. Right. So not only is everyone else's stuff last, yeah. they also have to give Bezos a fee to be the second person to deliver all their stuff. Yeah. And so it's it's 
owning the entire it's vertical integration essentially Definitely. is what this is called and it's not necessarily illegal but what it is doing is putting these textbook people out of business because mm. they can't a either make enough money or make any money at all b yeah. um unless you and i and everybody has a fucking amazon prime account mm. the first thing up there is it's like if i'm buying towels why wouldn't i get amazon basics it's ten dollars cheaper. It's going to show up in a day. Yeah, it'll come first. It'll be cheaper. And I know it's going to be fine. They're even starting their own like freight airline. Like they oh, yeah. have leased like a few dozen planes so they can you know get around DHL. Or- they might buy FedEx. Like FedEx is at a loss right now. Really? And there's talk that Amazon might buy one JC Penny so that they could convert all of their stores into warehouses so you could plunk a drone warehouse in the middle of a city. That'd be cool. Right? <laughs> Horrible, but cool. Horrible, but honestly, pretty sick. The other <laughs> thing is they might buy FedEx because then they uh, own the integration. E- they own the digital rails and the literal the rails. Air. They own the air, they own the drivers, they own the trucks. Like, the only thing they don't own is the literal pavement they're yeah. driving on. And I could see them fucking doing that. Have you like ever seen... start a cement company. <laughs> you ever seen the... You can get Amazon Basic Cement. You ever seen... <laughs> you ever seen uh, FedEx's hub in Memphis? No. It's worth looking... Well, I can show you after. It's, uh, it's worth looking up a picture of... It is... Memphis is a small regional airport for yeah. commercial use, yeah, yeah. but because FedEx is hub is there, there's I want to say like probably like six runways. Yeah, because they have so many planes coming and going at all times of day, and most FedEx packages will start somewhere, go to Memphis, and then get on a plane to where it's ever is going next. Yeah, how many of them crash? Call back to your last episode. Call back. Not enough. <laughs> uh, that that I mean like that kind of integration. If Amazon bought that, it'd be crazy. I mean, I would guess the only reason they haven't bought it is because their lawyers in DC are like, "You're yeah. going to get broken up if you do this shit." Which is why Uber didn't buy DoorDash. They decided to buy Postmates because Postmates, they wouldn't have enough. They they would right. they still don't even with Postmates they still don't have a lot of the market. No, I know. But if they bought DoorDash, they were going to own ninety percent of the market, right. and their lawyers in DC like, told them, "Hey, man, Congress is coming for you if uh, you do this." So they're let's coming for you on not. other stuff. Maybe don't yeah. give them more reason. Uh, but like stuff like you own the rails. You own. I think my favorite example. I don't know if we talked talked about it in the first podcast. Was when um, EasyJet came into the budget airline market in the UK. Mm, no, I don't think we talked about it. It's a it's a great example of of vertical integration, uh, or uh, maybe not maybe not vertical, but uh, owning the rails kind of. In uh, EasyJet came into the UK in like the early two thousands, and really undercut British Airways. Okay. And British Airways were like, "Hey, fuck you," you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, had the British say. Yeah. And um, <laughs> what they did was they started their own budget airline called Go with an exclamation mark, like it yeah. was Jeb Bush's campaign. Gotcha. And <laughs> it died in Florida. <laughs> they said, "Please clap." And yeah, they said it's called Go. And you gotta say it real excited. And. <laughs> Uh, but it cost them zero dollars to start this new budget airline. Yeah. Because they already owned planes, they already owned landing rights, they already owned uh, uh, terminals, jet terminals and jetway rights. Yeah. All they had to do was paint it. 
That's all they had to do was yeah. paint a plane. Sometimes all you need is a new paint job. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then what they did was they took all their they took a lot of their profit from British Airways, and they that allowed them to make a loss on Go. Yeah. They subsidized Go, thus undercutting EasyJet, stealing their original customers back. Yep. And then a few years later, you know what they did? They sold canceled Go. They sold Go back to EasyJet. Wow. And so basically, EasyJet took their customers. They said, "Fuck you. We're going to take them back." And then they sold them back to EasyJet, purely as a power move. That's a real kick in the nuts. But because they had that kind of, it cost me nothing to do this. Yeah. They were able to cut someone out. I mean, that's what Amazon's doing. Exactly. Except they're not selling it back to the competitors. I'm kind of surprised that that flew in uh england pun not intended there um they're, they're, <laughs> you asked you that was totally intended that was not intended i promise that was not intended you um, like, i got halfway that, through that it flew. i got halfway through it and realized what i was about to say and then decided i couldn't stop mid-sentence you just look at the camera and give a little snap and you're yeah. like right guys um, i live in a sitcom <laughs> the um uh I'm kind of surprised the British government didn't shut that down because they're they're well, British, a little more on board with the anti-competitive uh, yeah, but I think they backed regulation. These, they backed British Airways so much that they're like that is the issue. Is like it's the incumbents always got a little bit of a yeah. uh, little bit of an advantage. And there. I think it was probably getting to a point where they were scrutinized, and so they sold it back to EasyJet. Yeah, and they're like, all right, take, if you want your customers back, you can buy them for a lot of money. Yeah, fair. Um, so what I wanted to float to you for this last eight minutes specific where does the government eventually go after tesla because it's a good question my guess would be as soon as the boring company makes a shitload of tunnels under all of our cities and tesla has a fleet of self-driving cars and i fully believe that cities eventually in the next 30 to 40 years will outlaw any man driven vehicle i think the only place you'll be able to drive is out like in the middle of pennsylvania and like in the country places Mm. tesla will start its own like man-made taxi system or self-driving taxi system and they will use the tunnels they built under the cities to charge the other like waymo amazon's uh self-driving car and that will be and like the Uber big, and stuff. Yeah, that will be the big uh, antitrust case I against think, Tesla. I think the key there for them to avoid that would be don't operate the tunnels. Just be the contractor for the city to build the tunnels. Stay totally out of the operation. Provide mm. the taxis, but don't toll it. Don't put a toll on the tunnels. You've been paid a cert. You've been paid a fee to build the tunnel, uh, and you can maintain it. But no. But it's up to. I think for that to be avoided is for them to be like, we're not going to, it's for the city to be like, right. You know, it's not a private thing. Fees go to the city. Fees go to the city. Just like a road would. You hire a contractor to build a highway, but then you take a toll to pay it back. You know, I feel like that, that would be the only way to avoid that. I also think the way Tesla is set up with all of their patents being open, you know, anyone can, use their patents you know uh uh the technology the technology patents like the battery patents and stuff like that that competition not necessarily from that but also the co- the competition is already accelerating yeah tesla's very very far ahead yeah 
their huge biggest, head start. Their biggest thing is software. No yeah. other company can can, no. can match them. In there that. was some car company that just had to recall like 10,000 vehicles because of a software issue. And it was like a traditional yeah. car company. Because that's exactly what Elon Musk was saying is like, they don't know software. Is they got to plug them all in, change out the software yep. and send them back. Yep. Tesla can do that overnight with, a, yeah. with an update that via Wi-Fi, via Wi-Fi or LTE. And can you imagine when there's yeah, 5g and you could get a software update mid road trip, like it's crazy. Uh, so no one else can do that right now at yeah. least. So that's going to be the area of competition. Uh, I just I think other companies, you know, are going to come in and uh, compete. I think they'll be able to compete well because. And I don't necessarily I don't think it would be traditional automakers. I think other people will come in with startups like Rivian, hugely yeah. backed by Ford. Because Ford haven't been doing a great on their own stuff. They're like, well, right. you guys got good tech. We'll just give you a ton of money. Something just happened with them in the news today. Did you read that? No, I didn't. I don't remember what it was. I was I hoping saw, you could. I was hoping you saw it because I was like, I just saw the name. Mm. But it was something like, it might have been their software that I was talking about. That, well, they uh, haven't shipped any cars. Oh, I don't know what it was then. Shit. I'll go look it up later. Well, what's crazy though is today, you know, like the Tesla Model Three. If you, if people don't know, is there's no dashboard cluster like a speedometer, or mileage counter, a yeah, rev it just goes counter. right into your neural link. It goes right brain, in, and you know how fast you're going. Yeah, immediately. And just it's Elon's voice just going 41, 42, <laughs> 41, go, go. 44. It's just you're too fast. Yeah. And he yells when it hits the speed limit. So it's like 71, 72, 73, 72, 75, 75, 76, 76. <laughs> I like on the autopilot, you can uh, you can set it to go faster than the speed limit. It goes, oh, really? It goes, well, the speed limit is 75. How much faster do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go 98. And then when yeah. the officer pulls me over, I'm like, sorry, man, it was a car. Computer. I don't know. But it's got one of its own. But that's what I want to bring up is that yeah. in Germany, a dude was uh, charged or fined for the same charge of like using a cell phone for using the Tesla touchscreen when driving. But that's the only way to turn on your windshield wipers. I feel like that cop was just being a dick. Went to the high court. Wow. Yeah. The German high court. I assume the German you, high court. Like the loser gets guillotined at the, if they, the loser at the gets, German high court. The loser gets murdered. And I realize the guillotine's a French thing. You uncultured swine. <laughs> God damn it, I know. I was like, I went for the reference. I, I wonder, missed a little bit. I just wonder if the Germans are like, fuck Tesla, right? Because like they're now competing with Mercedes and Volkswagen BMW and, and, yeah. and you know. um, it's kind of on their fault. It's it's hard to blame Tesla, but they're also building a gigafactory, and I think in Berlin, so I yeah. think they're on good terms. It was like Texas, Berlin, and California, and then Elon and keeps threatening yeah and elon keeps threatening to move it out of california because he doesn't like gavin newsom yeah but it's also would cost him too much it would bankrupt the company to move that yeah oh yeah but hollow also bankrupt the company if he keeps talking shit on twitter so he just loves to play with the sec (laughs) yeah just he he toes the line so close Uh, of, of getting arrested yeah i think he wants to go to jail he wants to be like a martyr. He supports Kanye in his campaign. Yeah. Well, it's because he knows he'll be vice president if Kanye wins. Because that's how Kanye's running the campaign, not announcing VP until yeah. he's sure he won. Yeah. Well, there was that guy. Uh, 
What was that guy doing in the park that we saw the other day? He was collecting he signatures, collecting to, signatures get to get Kanye on the ballot. On the ballot, even though the primaries already happened. Also, that the fact that they're like he's like yeah, people in Chicago, they're just paying people on the street to sign this bill, sign yeah. this petition. Right. That's fraud. That's surely that's illegal. Eh, I don't know. To surely that's illegal for someone to be like. I feel like the election board in, in Illinois would have a good cause to be like, no, you're not on our ballot because you illegally obtained all these signatures. I mean, compared to dead people voting, this is not uh, <laughs> all six of not them. a big issue. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I think uh, I don't think we came close to solving it, but I think, I think we what solved we did everything. Is we made more people aware that there was a congressional hearing. <laughs> So what you're saying is we're like C-SPAN six. Yeah, we're <laughs> honestly, yeah. I think we should send this to C-SPAN and be like, we just did a better job than you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Graham. We'll do it again next time. There's big, uh, big tech news, like when Google and Facebook get broken up. But uh, the Google thank you and for Facebook plane crash. That'd yes, be fun. Exactly. A little crossover yes. episode. Crossover. It's gonna be great. Cool. Cool. Talk to you later. <laughs>